I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back to uh, the life of Nero, uh, Tonto. How are you today, yeah. my diminutive uh, balding friend? Wow, too unnecessary. Anyway, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I witnessed a Jewish wedding uh, in the Cove. Um, it was a beautiful ceremony. Did not understand a word of it, obviously, but I do know that the young couple, after the wedding, spent the next four or five hours doing loud, drunken karaoke uh, outside. It bounced all around the uh, the walls of the cove, and what they did not have in talent, they made up for in volume. So I think they had a. Gr- I think everybody had a great time. You weren't invited to the wedding. You just strangely, strangely, no, stumbled upon uh, but- it. But I was still Gate there because I was it. walking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was a wedding crasher. I was walking Finn, and we walked by. We're only like a hundred yards away, so I just stop. And because I have no taste or class, or, or I'm not sensitive, I just sat there and stared, watch the whole thing. And when they cheered, I cheered. And when they did, I did. Yeah, and then it was cool. Uh, and then I turned around and oh, went you're, home. So you're a wedding crasher. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. They're welcome. Did you eat any matzo balls or anything like that? Did you get uh, in? Uh, did you again? You know, strangely, I wasn't offered anything. Mm. Yeah, but but mm. it was a beautiful ceremony. Oh, I that's think. lovely. Yes. What about you? Well, anything uh, new, exciting? No, well, yes, we have new sponsors. Uh, have to oh. uh, do a shout out to our. We got not just one, two new sponsors. Uh, I haven't told you about here. this, but uh, it's yeah. a bit different for us to have sponsors. Um, right. Uh, our first sponsor is Antifa. <clears throat> do you need someone to blame when your followers do stupid shit like invade the centre of government on live TV? <laughs> then blame Antifa. We don't really exist, but neither does God, and you've been blaming him for things for thousands of years. I Antifa, have. proudly providing an excuse for fascists since 2016. And right, Ukraine Joe Biden. <laughs> Sure, we promised to hold the Saudis to account for the murder of Khashoggi, but come on, you didn't really believe us, did you? No. If you did, that's on you. Democrats, pretending we'll do the right thing since 1828. Right. Up until the point that they're elected, and then not so much. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you to our sponsors. Um, Yeah. According to Tacitus, Ray... Right. The consuls in the year 56, the same year, by the way, mm-hmm. that Tacitus was born. Get out of here. Right. Were Quintus Volusius Saturninus and Publius Scipio. Good names. Yeah. yeah. Tell us uh, everything you know about the consuls of the year 56, Ray. Oh, snap. Oh, no, I I don't have them. I just know what Tacitus's not high opinion was of certain events of that year, but I don't know anything about them. Do tell. Do tell. I, I don't have anything on them. Nothing particularly interesting about either of them. I looked Damn them up, it, though, but right? there's nothing. Uh, they're, they're so obviously, seat warmers? 
They just yes. sat in the chair. Yeah, okay. seat warmers. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Scipio might have been uh, a little known fact. He was related to the great Scipio, the <laughs> commander of the battle uh, in Africa, but also uh, the the inventor of the kangaroo, uh, Scippy, named after him, Scippy I the bush know. kangaroo. Okay. Did he have sex thing. with the Tacitus also says that in that year, Nero displayed a disgusting licentiousness at home, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> he, would, he would roam the streets of Rome. Roaming Rome, he called it. Want to go Rome, Rome? <laughs> Let's go Rome, Rome, baby. Rome, Rome. Yeah. Let's go Rome, Rome. Uh, tell, right? us, tell, tell the kids at home a little bit about what young Nero was getting up to and how old was he at this juncture? Well, well, first of all, you got to pump the brakes. I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm going to take Tacitus to school for this because one, not unlike Bruce Wayne, um, Nero during the day is making very solid choices. There's a new position that comes open, some commander for Germania or wherever, and Seneca and Burroughs come to him and say, "We've got these guys. Who do you want to be in charge of? Whatever, a very important position." And Nero is like, "You know what?" I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I don't care about social status. Give me somebody who's experienced, somebody, somebody who can do the job. You like the cut of their jib. Put that person in charge and everything will run fine. And, and Seneca and Burris, fuck, that's great. So they did it. So that's during the day. That's during the day. But at night, Nero would take off his clothes that I'm sure cost more than my entire wardrobe, put on his, uh, his slave's outfit from that day. He's only 17 or 18, so... Even though nine to five Nero is a serious ruler who's taking music lessons and acting lessons and uh, performing theater bits and stuff like that, at night he's got to let that wild side out. We've all got that wild side. He's got to let it out. So he goes out with his, how should I put this delicately, low life friends, and they go out and they have fun. They head up some some karaoke bars, maybe a couple of brothels, get a hand job, whatever. I don't know. It's not for me to judge. They would occasionally go to shops, maybe steal things and get into fights with the local owners or just get in fight with people on the street. So the basically Nero is blowing off steam, occasionally getting blown and just having the time of his life. He is physically peaked, not mentally peaked. Let's keep that in mind. He's just letting it. He's letting his hair down. He's letting his hair down. You know what I'm saying? So he's having a good time. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Agrippina, we know she would be pissed with three S's if she found out about this. So it was hidden for her. Now, um, Seneca and Burris know about this and they're what, you know what, Nero fucking, you worked hard today. You made some really hard choices. You go out there, have fun, do whatever. You occasionally come home with a black eye. Fuck it. It's a part of being 18. You've got stories to tell people. But the point is with them saying yes. And Agrippina would having a fit. If she found out about it, doesn't that make his, um, his, uh, his advisors seem a little more like good guys. They're on his, they're on his side. They're more reasonable. So the point is this boy is living it up at night, pretending to be a good boy during the day, but getting all freaky with that shit when the sun goes down. I think he's about 20, 20, 20. going on 21 at this stage. Yeah, he's born okay. in 37. This is Still. 56. 
Peaking. Um, He's peaked. Yeah. So according to Tacitus, he would dress up as a slave, go into brothels and taverns with his friends, would steal things on the streets, Mm. get into fights just for the thrill of it. It's basically his version of Fight Club. You know, he's, no one talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's so bored with being oh, the yeah. rich emperor. Yes. Yeah, he needs he needs to feel alive. He needs to go out there and start some shit in yeah. order to yeah. feel Carpegian. like you know there's there's yeah. something going on. He's 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 so swaddled and protected. Right. Yes. and you know uh, uh, everything's controlled. Uh, Control easy peasy yeah. Japanese, uh, I think is the Latin term for it. When he, uh, when 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 the sun goes down, yeah, he needs to get out there and just steal some shit. Feel so you know the what it's like. You've, oh. I, I remember talking to you yeah. years ago, and you said to yeah, me, yeah, "Look, yeah. nighttime comes. I, I put on a Cow ski tipping. mask and I go out and I, uh, yeah. yeah, I murder." Uh, homeless, indigent people living on the streets right. because I just yeah. need to feel something. I need to feel alive, and bringing death to other people makes me mm. feel alive. That and the drunken, just, drunken cow tipping. But you yeah. don't have to go into. I that. just just need to see the light go out in their eyes, so I know that <laughs> I, I just want to have my. Oh my god, I'm getting hard. I just need to have my hands around the throat and just watch the lights go out. And I'm like, I will be the last. Me and my erection yeah. will be the last yeah. thing you see, and then or you. Feel. Abs- then you absorb their life energy. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good out. times. Listen up. <laughs> I got something to say. <laughs> it's better to die out than to fade away. <laughs> Woo! Yes. There can be only one. Um, yeah, uh, Tacitus <laughs> said other nobles thought right? this sounded like the in thing to do, so oh, they crap. started forming the gangs, their own gangs, right. and went out to terrorise the streets. <sighs> uh, and it just kept escalating until somebody came along and sorted it all out. Yeah. The Road Warrior. Pray that he's out there somewhere. Yeah, that's Mad Max yes. for people who don't know He'll that they changed the name of the movie to Road Warrior in the United States for some reason. Well, it's speaking of hard. Mad Max. Yeah. Two days ago, I saw a vehicle that had hauled that tanker. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Yeah, most badass quote of every yeah. any movie ever. Of course. Two days ago. <laughs> Three, 30 years later, he'd be like, you talk to me about some Jews and I'll tell you. <laughs> so it's not, it's not worth it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the second time you've brought up Jews on this show, right? What's, well, the first one was a positive. Are you thinking about lovely, converting? Uh, oh, right. No, I'm too. That's too much work. You know how they like really put you through the ringer? You know I don't have that kind of stamina in a lot of ways, in a lot of different fields. So no, <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> a senator called Julius Montanus was out one night oh, with good. his wife. Aw. Dinner and a show. <laughs> uh, you know how it goes. Right. In, in a Roma, a uh, yeah. bit of a gelato afterwards right. if it's a hot oh. night, you know, walk oh, around the gelato. Go to the, sit on the Sit on the Spanish steps, have right. a bit of gelato, watch the people watch go people. by. Yeah. And his wife was getting right. sort of molested by- <laughs> A guy in disguise yes. who Montanus didn't recognize, but Montanus 
being a, 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 a good Roman went right. fucking not on fucking my watch, a. jumped not in my- there, <laughs> boof, boof, one, two, bit of kidney punches, bam, smack, pow, yeah. Yeah. beat the shit out of Nero. Oh, Suetonius. Oh, Right? Suetonius uh, claims that Montanus nearly killed the emperor with his oh, blows. God. Um, Nero's friends grab him, take him away. Yes. Uh, and Nero apparently was like, hey. Hey. It's all fair. All's, That's fine. All's fair. Like, he did yeah. what he, he did. You know, I started some shit. Yep. He with finished it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. All's fair in love and war. Okay. And apparently I, right. wore his busted up lip and his black eyes with a sense of pride, a bit like Edward Norton in Fight Club at the yes. office the next day. Yeah. He's look like, yeah, you might want to uh. ask yourself, yeah, <laughs> if a man Mix is in my up. office looking like this, do you really right. want to talk to him about uh, his paperwork? That's right. You know, it's, yeah. uh, but yeah. word got back to Julius Montanus about who he had beaten up. Yes. What did he do? What happened next? Yes. Well, of course, you know, someone tells the Senate, look, oh, by the way, I found out, you know, the guy you roughed up is actually our um, our master dressed, he was dressed up as a servant, and now you've given him two black eyes, at the very least. So the Senate is like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So he writes a letter of apology to Nero. Dearest Nero, I had no, if I had known, I would, I would have let you, I would have held her down. You could have molested her all night long. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Please don't fuck me over. But that's not the point. The point is when he, between him writing the letter, and other people talking, this now gets out. So now it went from a private thing. And you're right. Nero's like, you know what? I started some shit. He finished it. We're all good. I will. I do not take offense because I would have done the same thing. So, But now it's out in, in the public arena. And Nero's advisors are like, well, he did beat up the princeps, the, the emperor. Your body is sacrosanct. We can't let this shit Fly. It doesn't matter that you're understanding. It doesn't matter that you under, that you started it. And none of that matters. This can't be allowed to happen. So there's some there's some words. There's some pressure, or whatever. But remember all those times when we were doing Tiberius, the senators who would be charged or accused or thought uh, an accusation was coming their way, they would kill themselves to protect their family and to make sure that all their property went to their family. Well, that's what this guy does. He offs himself. Um, over this misunderstanding or whatever, and Nero learns a valuable lesson. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, don't get me wrong. He's still going to go out because he's only 20, 20 years old. I mean, he wakes up and his penis is already hard. It probably wakes him up. But the point is, he's still going to do this, but he has learned a valuable lesson. He's going to have a military bodyguard follow him around. And look, if there are small fights or if it's nothing serious, just just, just stay back his, there. But if it looks like I'm getting my like, ass hey, hurt, yeah, let's go out tonight. Hey. That was awesome. Let's, let's go out. Let's get yeah. into some more shit. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Girls love black eyes. Oh, it's going yeah. to be great. Oh, man, it's going to be so great. great. Oh. That was so hot. Oh. Wakes him up when it hits his chest. Hey, 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 we got to go out. So so he says to his guards, if it's small, don't worry about it. Just stay back. Just hang. But if I'm getting my ass kicked again, I need you guys to come and run in with your swords drawn, which is not really cricket, but that's what happens when the year of the emperor. But he he did learn a valuable Lesson a bit of moderation, maybe. So, what do you what do you make of this story, Ray? Is this uh, realistic or completely <sighs> absurd? Oh my God! Um, you know, as a twenty year old who basically is has the power of God, he can do whatever he wants to a degree. 
you know he's letting off steam. Are the specifics of these of the story or these stories accurate? Who knows? But I'm sure he was doing something. Uh, again, no 20 year old is, is happy to just sit in a very uncomfortable chair all day long, wave like the queen. You know, you, you meet these ambassadors, you sign this, you approve this decision by Seneca. I don't know if it's true, but I wouldn't, I don't know, as a 20 year old, I wouldn't be too surprised. Maybe some of these details are far fetched, but you know, he's venting somehow besides banging his former slave, uh, Acti. So who knows? Do you think it's, do you think it's real? I, look, I, it makes sense to me too. I can imagine that uh, there's probably a core of some truth in this. I can imagine that yeah. he's 20, he's young, dumb, and full of cum. He's got a lot got of his, uh, testosterone and adrenaline. Got yeah. You know, 20-year-old Romans should be out fighting battles somewhere. He, They don't have any battles going on at the moment. Peace. They're about to. Yes. And he's, yeah. he, but he's not going to be involved in it. He's not that no. kind of a guy. He's not... No. You know, a, a Germanicus or a Tiberius uh, or an right. Agrippa. He's not going to be on the front lines, at least in this instance. Um, so he needs to get his uh, energy out. And yeah, it's fun to be in disguise, uh, go yeah. out, start some shit. Right. How bad it was, uh, you know, uh, Tacitus says disgusting licentiousness. Right, you know, so we know how he, he goes feels. into a he goes into a brothel. He, you Who know, hasn't? steals an apple from a Again. you know market stall. He, uh, you Who know, hasn't? maybe slaps a woman on the ass. He goes, hey, what? hey, you know, <laughs> just to <laughs> see, just for the. I can imagine that <clears throat> how bad it got. Maybe once or twice it did get out a little out of hand. But right. you know, I like the fact that even in the telling of this story, the way Suetonius and Tacitus put it. Right. After Montanus had to kill himself, uh, you know, to, to out of embarrassment or fear for his family or whatever, yeah, uh, it seems that Nero went, "Oh shit, that that escalated Ooh. quickly. I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> we can't, we can't let that happen anymore. We, no, I need no to repeat. Look, you guys need to keep me in check. I'm wild and crazy. You can't. I'm the wild yeah. card. Where the fuck were you? Yeah. Who's supposed to be yeah, keeping yeah. an eye on me? You damn friends, my ass. I'm Charlie. I'm the wild card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone needs to be a lot closer to me. Hold me back. Yeah. Hold me back. I don't know. So, but you, then compare it to this story. Right. Tacitus tells us that during this year. The Senate wanted to remove the rights of freedmen. The idea was they could have their freedom revoked and be banished to Campania. Right. And apparently this is because a lot of the freedmen, freed slaves, slaves Mm who had been given their manumission for whatever reason, uh, were becoming a little bit uppity. And the elite didn't like it. Oh, I mean, I know how you feel whenever a black person talks to you and looks you in the eye. In Virginia, you're like, what the fuck (laughs) is going on in this country? (laughs) What have we come to? What have we come to? (laughs) You've said this to me many times. Like, you know what happened to me today? A black person looked at me. And they weren't even on their knees. They were like, it's it's outrageous. Oh, oh. So the Senate right. had decided to uh, create legislation that would enable people to revoke an uppity freedman's uh, freedom. Yes. But they decided to ask Nero his view, and yeah. he apparently said, nah, look, 
if if a Friedman starts some shit, right. then look, we can handle it on a case by case basis. But let's not create a law that exactly. revokes the rights of an entire class of people just because of a few bad apples. <laughs> so, on one hand, we have Fight Club Nero. Right. On the other hand, we have good guy, sensible, good guy. balanced, being yeah. advised by Seneca Moderate. Nero. Yes. Yes. Um, now, maybe the, 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 both of these Neros coexist in the same head. He's he's a right. wild and crazy, young, dumb, full of cum, 20-year-old oh, who yeah. in his free time runs a little bit wild, but in a, a, a official affairs oh, is a. deferring to Seneca's yeah. wisdom and moderation. Yeah, this is my emperor's hat. I will sit here and pretend to be like a good boy. And this is my wild boy slave wig that I wear with my rip tug. And I get the body out. But the point is, you're right. I think it is possible for him to be. He knows what he knows what's expected of him during the day, and then at night, it's Nero's way. It's Nero's rules, and he's going to have some fun. So I think it certainly is plausible. But again, this is another example, probably number fifteen, where we've said, "Good guy, Nero." No, no, let's be moderate. Only apply punishment to those that deserve it. Everyone else, they're they're innocent until otherwise. So again, good guy, Nero. Whose house? <laughs> Nero's house. Oh, I said, "Whose house? Nero's house." Yes. So, look, I think the Fight Club stories probably have some truth to them, but they might be a little bit overblown. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, yeah, I can, I can kind of imagine a scenario where he he just is getting some thrills by starting some shit in disguise. Yeah, but Nero you said, th- yeah. I'm sorry, just real quick, because you've said this before and we, we've talked about other examples of other um, emperors coming from Tacitus, Suetonius, that kind of stuff. Even if this example is slightly exaggerated, it still has a part when, when Nero is going, you know what, fair cop, I deserve to get my ass kicked. So even if it is Tacitus stretching the truth, um, again, maybe there's a part of it that's true about Nero being a good guy, about about being modern, going, no, it was my fault, I started it. So again, that's a pretty good sign coming from a 20-year-old if this is a true story. Now, Nero also apparently let the actors in the theatre get away with all sorts of crazy shit. We've seen this yes. story, uh, you know, over the course of our many, many episodes of Caesars. Um, yeah. You know, the, a lot of them, particularly, I think, uh, Caligula obviously had a love of the theatre. Nero has mm-hmm. a love of the theatre. Um uh, they they like uh, to let actors be crazy too. Yeah, say some yeah. really uh, controversial shit about yes. the elite. You know, the, you know a, a core of the theater in Rome at the time was to make fun of the the aristocracy, the patricians, the senate, the elite, right. even in many cases the emperor. Um, mm. I remember back in Augustus's day when people were saying lots of uh, crazy, offensive stuff about him and Tiberius was saying, what should we do about this? Augustus right. is like, hey, listen, we live in the Chill. big, see that thing? See that <laughs> palace? In fact, the word <laughs> palace comes from that building that's my house on the Palatine. Right. And, and we're doing okay. Don't let, worry about let it. Let them talk. Yeah. 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 If that's let me, let me, all let they me, do. Let me, in, let me invent something for this so you'll remember. Something catchy. Uh, sticks and st- <laughs> stickers and stonus. May break us my bonus, but uh, <laughs> il nome will never hurt me. 
from commoners will never hurt me. Yeah. Because yeah. I've vent. got the fucking uh, Praetorian Guard. Like that armies. could hurt me, yeah. but not yeah. the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Worry about um, the real threats. Yeah. And so from time to time, we've seen this go backwards and forwards where there'll be complete freedom in the theatre and then it'll it'll turn to violence because people yes. will say, how dare you, sir? And they'll, you know, slap and it'll be, you know, uh, uh, ballistas at 20 paces. Right. Um, <laughs> so this happens again now. Remember when Nero first uh, got the big job, he mm-hmm. pulled all of the soldiers out of the uh, theatre he pulled all of the soldiers out of the amphitheater as well during gladiator yes. tournaments or whatever. He's like, hey, listen, we don't need that. Don't I need- trust oh, you. You are Romans. Yeah. I, I'm a Roman. You're a Roman. <laughs> I roam Rome every right. night. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. I trust you. Apparently, right. this is uh, getting out of hand again. Tacitus doesn't go into detail. Right. But he said Nero would be disguised in the audience, lapping it all up. He loved oh. it. Thought Trauma. it was the funniest thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But it got so out of control, some of the actors needed to be exiled from Italy for their own safety and also Damn. to stop them causing more shit. Yeah. And soldiers had to be placed back in the theatres again to prevent right. more violence. So that's the yep. kind of wild, yes. wild, yes. Deadwood-style town <laughs> that Rome is. <laughs> You yes. know, it's uh, yeah. people are just uh, starting Ready shit to- all over the place in the you know in the theater even. Yeah, I think it was uh, Colleen McCullough who wrote the uh, Masters of Rome series, which is excellent, by the way. She wrote, she goes, look, the first thing you need to know about Romans is they are passionate. And I mean passionate, good ways, bad ways, sex, fight, love, whatever. But the point is they are always intense. They wear their heart on their sleeve, and that's just who in the fuck they are. And so the second you pull out the guys with the swords, it's going to get real up in here. There's going to be some tension and some drama. Now, we know Nero, the 20-year-old, probably enjoyed watching watching uh, elites and commoners and, and actors go at it up to a point. But then, yeah, you're right. Okay, this is getting out of hand. People are getting death threats or whatever. This person's got to be banished. But again, he is a 20-year-old and he's probably not you know, thinking all the time with his head. He probably enjoys a lot of that up until maybe Seneca gives him a look and then it's time to bring back the guards. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I still don't see anything to tarnish Nero's reputation with this. He, just, he was a fun-loving guy. Like yeah, he liked, uh, liked a little bit of argy bargy, a little bit of a yeah. Barney rubble. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tacitus says, still there yet remained some shadow of a free state. Okay. So he's saying uh, even at this juncture, 56, you know, there are still some things going on. He goes into some details about some decisions made by the Senate that aren't worth going into. But the point is that he, I think he's trying to make is that Nero still is interfere, isn't interfering in much Senate business. He's letting the Senate right. do their own stuff. And when yeah. he does have to make decisions, he seems to make some good decisions. We talked about the one before where he said, you know, let's not tarnish all of the freedmen because of a few bad apples. Right. Um, there's also some concerns over how corrupt some of the guys running the treasury are, one in particular, there are allegations that he was stretching the boundaries of confiscating the property of people who committed minor crimes, which they had the right to do. They could take your shit if you committed a crime, but he was going overboard with it. Right. Um, And Tacitus says one of the reasons this was happening is because 
this job was fairly low down on the Cursus and Norum, so it tended to be young guys who were yeah. prone to bad judgment a little bit. You know, you give them a badge and a uniform and they, oh, they think they're fucking Hitler. Um, <laughs> they started goose-stepping yeah. around Rome and doing right. all this kind I of shit. shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Nero g- gave the job to ex-praetors who he thought yes. would be more competent, a little bit less impetuous, more experienced, yeah. older, wiser. So again, good decision. Probably, you know, I, I get a, I get a, I get a whiff of Seneca in there. Mm, yes. yes, Seneca, Seneca. There's uh, mm. <laughs> a brand. Some Seneca beans up in there. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. The the vast. meaty, fruity, earthy mm-hmm. uh, notes Earth of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. of Seneca. Oh. Seneca. Best car- deep in part that of one. waking up. Yeah. Seneca in your nose. Get a cup of Seneca. Get a, get a um, cup of Seneca in you. But again, sounds like for, you know, whatever, whoever his advisors are, yeah, he's making the decision and it sounds like a good, wise decision. So yeah. wise guy Nero, and I don't mean that yeah. in the Soprano sense. Exactly, just, uh, exactly. Yeah. No, because you're right. When it comes to the uh, the money and the records, he's like, I want quest, questers, questers, and I want uh, praetors. Uh, he, he gives it back to the praetors and he goes, but I want them to have experience too. You're right. So show me some guys who've done some stuff, who've been around. They got a little age on them, maybe a little gray at the temples. And uh, yeah, those are the people that I will trust. Now, there are still, obviously, because Rome is a large place, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but there are still some corrupt people in certain positions. The governor of uh, Sardinia was uh, convicted for gouging the people. Again, that's what the the governors like to do. They like to go there and they would sell favors or they would threaten people or extort them and make and basically come back with a pile of cash and hope not to be convicted. Um, let's see, Clodius Quirinius uh, was uh, brutal towards the rowers at Ravenna. So he had he was being charged, but in order to get out of that, he poisoned himself. So again, even though Nero is making these very solid decisions with Seneca and Burris backing him up, there are people that are going to try things, and when they get caught, this is this is not the old Wild West anymore. In a lot of ways, they're they're being you know hauled into whatever court. So again, it's got to make the people feel pretty good about things. And you know the common the commoners at this point just absolutely love Nero. Of the year fifty seven, Tacitus says during Nero's second consulship with Lucius Piso for his colleague. Mm-hmm. Little occurred deserving mention, unless one were to take pleasure in filling volumes with the praise of the foundations and timber work <laughs> on which the emperor piled the immense amphitheatre in the field of Mars. But right. we have learnt that it suits the dignity of the Roman people to reserve history for great achievements and to leave such details to the city's daily register. Mm. Like I'm not look, I'm not gonna write about that shit in a you yeah. know, honestly Do you know slow new year slow T- slow news year. Yeah nothing much happened. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Now <laughs> let me ask you real quick a question. Uh the the amphitheater that was built uh by wood on the campus marshes, I had read one thing that they started to build it that year of fifty seven, but then I read another report that said no, no, that wasn't until sixty four after the great fire of Rome. Did you find anything more than that? I was trying to just just try to figure out when it was started or maybe when it was finished. No, I didn't I didn't okay. deep dive on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I mean it wouldn't lost. be surprised if it burned down during the fire and they had to rebuild yeah. it. Yeah. But anyway, it's a slow news year. Yes. Yeah. 
He does mention that Nero forbid any magistrate in a province to put on a gladiator or wild beast show. Why do you think right. that is, right? Oh, well, like I said, since um, the Roman uh, Empire, well, kingdom, republic, then empire has been around after becoming a senator, after being a consul, you go out to a province. And if you're not rich, you're about to be rich a year later because you're going to go there and rape the place. And what Nero is like, no, no, no. When we see governors put on lavish games for people in a province, he's either probably trying to win them back over from raping the place or he doesn't. he's trying to please them so maybe they don't bring charges uh, against him when his term is over. So it's suspicious when I see you caring about these provincials. So no more games of any kind in that province that you used to run because I think you have an ulterior motive and that tells me that something's, something's up. So no more – You know, basically it's uh, him saying – you can't use that anymore to try to appease the people that you probably spent a year pissing off. Yeah, I think it's it was they were used to hide corruption. They were like, "Hey, uh, don't look over there. We've just backed a truck up to your uh, treasury, and we're loading uh, all of the gold and silver into it. Go right. to the uh, gladiator games, yeah, yeah, oh, gladiator. popcorn. Pretty much, pretty much, our sport is still used today." Yes. Yes. <clears throat> hey, don't much. worry about the fact that we're uh, raping you and that uh, salaries have been stagnant since 1985. Uh, the Super Bowl's <laughs> on. Good. Yeah, Pop a cold one. Yeah. Binge <laughs> Netflix. Yes. Yeah, don't yes. worry about that. Economics, it's all so confusing. Who can really, who really understands what's going on, honestly? Yeah. If you told me the CIA was behind the Tiger King to keep people busy during COVID, I fucking wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just saying. Don't focus on how we're fucking you up the ass. Focus on some growing men chasing a ball around. Like that's, you know, that's really. The ball's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, another good deed by Nero, it seems. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's some other fun stories. Uh, the Senate passed a decree uh, about uh, how to punish slaves if a, if a master was killed by a slave. They said right. that if a master was murdered by his, one of his slaves, all of his slaves who Fucking lived under egg. the same roof were yes. to suffer capital punishment. God so if I'm a slave and you're a slave and I see you looking at the master and you're cutting your eyes, I'm like, don't, don't you dare. Don't you don't fucking, you fucking do it. Don't you fucking I know do it. what you're thinking. I'm <laughs> thinking the same thing, but listen. Yeah. Don't you yeah. fucking do it because we're all. Fucking, yeah. yeah. I'll die. No, no. And I'm about to bang the have... master's wife. So no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. I'm this close. That's close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. As long as I just don't look at her in the eyes, it's okay. <laughs> Now, this might have been the result of the case of Lucius Pedanius Secundus, mm. who was appointed Praefectus Urbi by Nero in 56, the urban prefect. One of his slaves murdered him, and they were going to sentence the rest of his 400 slaves to death. God, right? To teach slaves everywhere a lesson, yeah. I guess. Damn. Um, People demanded the release of the innocent slaves, but Nero had to deploy the army to prevent the mob from disrupting the executions. Shit. But That's all intense. of that didn't happen until 61. 
according to sources, and this law was being passed in 57, so maybe the law was passed before that. It's a little bit timey-wimey. I don't know. The doctor got involved and the timeline got messed up. We're not really sure. Do you remember months ago you were – there was also – I think this was under Tiberius – you you were talking about a law about punishing or keeping or somehow keeping slaves in check. And the first thing you asked was, well, why are they passing this law? Is there a need for, you know, is there a bunch of people being killed by slaves? Is, was it happening then? Is it is it happening now? Or is it going to be happening in the, in the near future? I wonder if Rome had a general problem of maybe just a couple of years. I have no idea. But masters being killed by the slaves because there's only so many people that are a part of the elite of Rome, you know, th- their community is not very big. And so if they lose one or two or three a year by slaves to them, that would be a big deal. But I've never really run across, except for these few laws, I've never really run across anything about this being a problem, but I can certainly see it existing because if you make someone a slave against their will, they're going to maybe at one point just go, you know, fuck it. It's not worth it anymore. I might die, but so are you. And I just wondered if there was more to this that we just don't know about because records have been lost. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, that must happen, right? Slaves must yeah. kill slave I masters, would. particularly. Up, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you can't even keep D'Angelo in check. Um, now, as long as he doesn't look me in the eye. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> It's another story that is interesting from this period uh, that Tacitus mentions, a woman called Pomponia Graecina. Mm. Uh, she was, uh, according to him, a distinguished lady, wife of the Plautius, who returned from Britain with an ovation. We wow. talked about him uh, yep. episodes ago, many episodes ago. Mm-hmm. She was accused of some foreign superstition, and handed over to her husband's judicial decision. Right. Following ancient precedent, he heard his wife's cause in the presence of kinsfolk, involving, as it did, her legal status and character, and he reported that she was innocent. Oh, thank God. Now, it has been speculated for Mm. centuries that she might have been an early Christian, that might have been the foreign superstition that right. uh, she picked up at some point along the line. Because, you know, we're right. talking, this is the the late 50s here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Christianity was around. It was a thing. It probably had made its way to Rome at this stage. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of know from the letters of St. Paul that uh, there was a, some sort of a Christian community in Rome that he was writing to around about the year 60 CE. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could have been any number of unofficial sure. yeah. cults. She got we don't bug. really, right. yeah, we don't really yeah. know exactly. Well, there's no evidence that it was Christianity, but that's one of the things that has been right. speculated for a long time. Her mother, by the way, was Vipsania, daughter of Agrippa, Wow. Augustus's BFF. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Yeah. her grandfather was uh, Gripper. Right. Uh, I'm sure he would have been uh, horrified that uh, one of his yes. uh, grandchildren would yes. have adopted uh, this weird Jewish breakaway uh, fringe cult. 
But let's be let's be clear. Let's be clear. Mm. The Christians are coming. The Christians are coming. Mm. If not to now, Rome. to mm. Rome. If not or now, to us. Soon. Inside no. my door. Not, no. I'm inside no. your house. <laughs> okay. Click. <laughs> Come say hi to me. Come say hi to me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about the historicity of Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the other high-profile court cases that were going on at the time? Let's see Some here. of them, I think, tell us about Nero's character. The one of Publius Salarius, maybe? Uh, let's see here. So that same year, um, uh, yeah, Publius Seller uh, was an informer, and he was charged by the people of Asia when he was a governor. So he was out there earlier, did not do a good job, enriched himself very much. And as soon as his uh, term is over, the people send someone to Rome to formally uh, charge him with something. Now, if we remember, because I think we talked about this guy before, he was an informer. Um Nero, this is a tricky situation for Nero. So it's like, I can't acquit him. He's probably guilty. I can't let him off. So Nero does what he can to drag the trial out basically until Seller dies of old age. Because uh, I think that's what Nero and maybe Seneca just decided this would be the best way to do. Because if you remember, um, there's another reason for some people in Rome not to like Seller. He killed the proconsul Marcus Junius Solanus in 54, which... Um, put a, obviously a stop to Sellers' career. Um, Sellers had been, um, excuse me, Solanus had been the consul in 46, then he served as governor of Asia. Um, but supposedly the story goes Agrippina made up the poison, and Seller and a freedman gave it to Solanus. So again, he was killed. Not a good guy. A lot of people in Rome don't like Seller because he's been informing on them. Nero sees a chance to deal with this situation. He can't come out and acquit him. He can't come out and just punish him. Uh, so he drags out the trial, which pretty much puts a stop to Sellers' career up until the point he dies of supposedly of natural causes. So again, I think that's Nero doing a good job with a very delicate situation. Mm, right, but it doesn't really speak that highly of his character here. Like he should have let the case go forwards. He protected this guy because this guy was a murderer on his mother's payroll, I guess. Right. And but, if there was a court case, that would have come out. It's yes, a bit like yes, why Jeffrey Epstein had to die. Good point. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Just a corpse. He hung himself. I don't know how because there was no other. Anyway, nothing to see mm. here. Let's all go home. Mm. That's a good point. It's why Osama bin Laden bin Laden had to die. Uh, right. Why Gaddafi uh, and mm-hmm. um, what's his face uh, Saddam it's and Hussein, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein had to yeah. die because yeah. uh, they, they knew too much. Things. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm safe. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am the safest man in town. Anyway, and I forget <laughs> shit. Uh, you tell me. You tell right. me you committed a crime. I'll have forgotten five minutes later. So uh, I'm used. Yeah. What really? Does no. it have anything to do with Nero? No. Okay. No, I can't. No, then, fucking. Then I don't have off. brain space yeah. for that. If it's no. Related to a podcast. Nero, Cold War, Renaissance, yeah. and where mm. the bathroom's mm. at. Pretty much mm. all I can mm. handle. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Tacitus then says, uh, Cossutianus Capito was accused by the people of Calicia. He was a man stained with the foulest guilt and had actually imagined that his audacious wickedness had the same rights in a province as he had claimed for it at Rome. But he had to confront a determined prosecution 
and yes. at last abandoned his defence. Yes. Kosuitanius Capito. What do you think his foulest guilt would have been, Ray? Oh, I just assume um, extortion, maybe raping some locals who hasn't done that. Um, Vestadio of the cows. No, I don't know. I, I just assumed it was extortion. Please tell me it wasn't worse than that. Uh, extortion. Yeah, that okay. seems to be ding, ding, ding. what it was. Right. Um, he had previously been accused in Rome back yeah. in the late 40s of accepting payments in return for serving as a legal advocate, right? Um, which was against the law at the time. Yeah. Do you remember, we, we, I think this is like the first or second show that we ever did because we started with Caesar. It was around 110 BCE when Gaius Marius said, look, if, if the Roman Republic keeps fucking around and you keep sending these jerk faces to these very uh, different places, provinces, and they keep acting like gods and they keep taking money and they're, and they're raping the local women or they're just doing whatever. We're going to have to keep sending troops out to put them down, to pacify them, kill a whole bunch of people, but that still costs money and we've got to do a better job. So you've got that 110 B 110 BCE to this moment where this guy is going to try and get out of it because in Marius's time, you would be a governor you would come back, you would be charged, and who was sitting on the jury at that time? Your fellow senators, and they would let, they would get you off, no, no big deal. But now, the, like you just said, the prosecution hounds this guy until he has to give up his defense. So, again, things under Nero, maybe not directly because of Nero, are getting a lot better. They're forcing these people to try to treat the provinces better because that's where the fucking money is coming from. And at times when you need them, that's where the troops are coming from. So, again... Rome is headed headed generally in the right direction under Nero. So again, another score for the good guys in this case. Capito was stripped of his senatorial rank. That was his good. punishment, I think, oh, for extortion. Uh, Tacitus says that Eprius Marcellus, from whom Lycia demanded compensation, was so powerfully supported by corrupt influence that some of his <laughs> accusers were punished <laughs> With exile, There's as the though they had, as though they had imperiled an innocent man. There's the Rome I know and love. Yes, yes, he turned it on them. What he probably bribed, he, he spread the word or whatever, and he actually got some of the people that were going after him in trouble. And this guy Epirus is going to be around and have a long, distinguished career until seventy nine. So he knows how to play the game. He got out of that one. Reminds me of that old. Um Eddie Murphy uh, stand-up from the 80s where his, mm-hmm. his girlfriend comes home and finds him fucking her best friend. Oh, God. Uh, and he's like, oh, what? Oh, it's my fault. Oh, sure, it's my fault. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure, it's my fault. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to turn it around. got to turn right. it around. Yeah. Yeah, that's my She's dick like, I'm and sorry, her. Baby. But- I'm so sorry, yeah. baby. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Yeah, You're damn right. You're damn right. Yeah. yeah, he knew how to play the game. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nero entered on his third consulship. This would be uh, yes. 58, I guess, with Valerius Messala, yes. whose great-grandfather, the orator Corvinus, wow. was still remembered by a few old men as having been the colleague of the divine Augustus, Nero's great-grandfather, in the same office. 
But the honour of a noble house was further increased by an annual grant of 500,000 sesterces on which Masala might support virtuous poverty. Uh, Er? Er? What what is... I I know what poverty is. I'm I'm quite well-versed in poverty, but I don't know what that (laughs) phrase means. Well, uh, my my reading of this is that Masala... Uh, for whatever reason, maybe he was a Stoic philosopher or something like that, right. like one of Seneca's friends, and he was like, right. money, not yeah. important, not Fucking interested in whatever. money, interested in living the good life. Money comes, money goes, not really interested. What's what's important to me is uh, leading a, a moral, ethical yes. life, yes. Uh, wisdom, yeah. serenity, yeah. peace, all of these Fucking things yeah. that were very foreign to Romans. Uh, but he was like, it was, it was a Greek idea, obviously, being right? stoic or an yeah. Epicurean. Could have been different. Yeah. Um, but and, but so which which would make those sorts of uh, character traits would make him a good co-consul, right. particularly if Seneca's advising Nero oh. on who to who to choose. Yes, but he can't be a senator unless he's got money. He needs the qualifications. to have yes. money. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, listen, well, we can get around that. We'll just give you the money. You can still be poor, but uh, you don't have to. You don't have to sully yourself right. by getting right. involved in trade. Uh, business uh. and trade. Uh. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh. We'll just give you the yeah. money so you can qualify as a senator. Right. Not a bad. Not a bad gig. Five hundred grand a year. I yes. I think we're still that waiting. You don't for- have to work for. Right. I think we're still waiting for the Chinese government or anybody, really, doesn't matter, to go, look, you guys are awesome. You rock. I love what you do. Don't stop. Here's $500,000 a year apiece. Uh, just keep it going. Love you. Don't ever change. Um, mm. That ship hasn't come in yet, but I, I got a feeling. I think 20, uh, what year? 2021. I think, uh, I think this could mm. be our year. So mm. fingers crossed. Mm. What just if Chinese to, government yeah. said to all Americans – Right. We'll pay you $100,000 a year each. Right. Uh, just uh, support our next political candidate. <laughs> or just uh, tell your government to, like, back the fuck off and leave us right. alone. Or just How many communist. Americans would take just, it? Take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vote, vote number one, communist in your next yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think a decent percentage. Bunch of whores yeah. here. I think we all know that. I think yeah. we're either distracted yeah. or we're whores. Occasionally, yeah. we're distracted whores. Um, oh, nothing I, worse than a distracted whore. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm paying you good money. Anyway, uh, I think a lot of us would go for that. Uh, he had been. He had been. This this guy, uh, uh, Valerius Masala, had been right. a uh, member of the Arval Brotherhood. Oh, elite! Uh, yeah. yeah, the elite. Um, So he might have been a philosopher or something like that. We don't know too much about him. There's nothing much else in the records. Uh, It wasn't only him, though. Aurelius Cotta and Heterius Antonius also got yearly stipends from Nero, according to Tacitus, though they had squandered their ancestral wealth in profligacy. Right. I mean, those those hookers... Aren't going to fuck themselves is what they used to say. That coke right. isn't going Unless to blow itself. Right, right. Well, let me ask you: Unless Do you, you remember? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember 
when August, I think it was Augustus, gave somebody a shit ton of money. Because, I mean, let's let's be honest. Rome. Yeah, I do like, remember that story. Yeah. Okay, not unlike America. Rome, there's a lot that's a facade. The idea that we're an empire, we're a republic, whatever, whatever. But it would start to look tanky if Rome lost all the, the noble families, the blue blood families. So here we are. I think we're a little bit stunned or amazed that these families are being given a shit ton of money so they can qualify to be in the Senate. But isn't it really just Nero and or Augustus when he did it? You know, investing back into Rome and, and keeping the facade going. Look, you got the best families running this place. Yeah, we have a lot of commoners, but we're the people that used to advise kings when there were kings or whatever. And so I just see it as Rome going, you know what? This is just how we do things. And we've got it. The one percenters have got to take care of the other one percenters when they fall on hard times. So all this sounds crazy to us, but I bet it made a lot more sense to them. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nero used to walk around. He wrote a song about this. He oh, was like, thank God. This is how we do, do it. it. Uh, 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 it's Friday yeah. night and I feel all right. The party's ooh, here on the west side. Ooh, so reach ooh, up for my phone and turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Uh, yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah. All right. Um, well, the other thing. So we see generous Nero, good guy Nero. Moderate. likes to... Cause yeah. a little bit of nighttime, you know, Mayhem. shit, but, you know, yeah. 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 But the other thing going on this year was a war between yes. Parthia and Rome. They're arch enemy at this stage, Parthia, yes. but um, we'll have to get into that uh, next time. Yeah. Bye.